I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfathers was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. Here we are in November. Happy Native American Heritage Month. <laughs> yes. So true. Uh, and what a good time. Uh, it's been awesome seeing people posting online and sharing their stories and uh, all the cool like news articles that have been coming out lately. Uh, it's a great time to celebrate. So It is. Yeah. What did, how did you bring in your month? <laughs> um, covered in snow, actually. What? Where were you? <laughs> yeah. I was uh, driving back from Connell, Washington, a place that I've never been. I kept calling it Connell, and people were like, it's Connell. I was like, oh, excuse me, clutch my pearls. Uh, I went to go watch one of my little cousin's uh, volleyball games. Uh, prior to that, I was over in Mishtown, over in Mission, Oregon, uh, for some family services. Anyways, we were driving back, and uh, yeah, we just got like hit with snow. It was just like, you know, nighttime. And you know when you're driving at night and there's snow coming, it kind of looks like the uh, the end credits or the beginning credits of Star Wars or like oh, yeah. even in Star Wars when they like go into like, what's the hyperspeed? And then it's like yeah. all the like white lights come flashing towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very much that. And we were only going like 30, 35 miles an hour, which made the like hour and a half trip a good two and a half hours. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, uh, I mean, the top of the day was spent how I mentioned earlier, yeah. Then when I realized, oh, it's November 1st. No wonder all this snow. And then I was like, dang it, all this snow. Uh, so, yeah, kind of a, a shocking revelation for me. How about you? How'd you, how'd you celebrate the first coming in? I did nothing. I mean, I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did my usual. I overworked and, you know, I was chilling, big chilling. But, um, yeah, nothing too exciting. But we had the opposite weather here. It's been like in oh, like the, the high 60s. Oh. Um, seven, today it was 70 here in Virginia. So well, You got like springtime weather. I know it's warm. I like. I'm, I mean, I don't go anywhere, so like, <laughs> I'm in my house like twenty four seven because that's where I live and that's where I work. And so I get up and I'm in the house and I'm like, okay, I got to step out today. And it looks like it's cold some days because it's like cloudy. Like yesterday, it was really cloudy, and then today it was really sunny. And so some of the days I'm like, oh, it looks cold. So I literally bundle up and I step outside. I'm like, okay, and so I go back inside and take off some clothes. And I'm just like, all right, this is what I get for not going outside as much. But it's been really nice. It's been really, really nice. And so I've just been kind of taking that in before it gets a little bit chilly. Yeah. Um, and just knocking out some work, really. I mean, I can't just got back last weekend from um, Seattle. And so this week, I really just kind of been catching up on work, emails, and prepping for some new things. And so um, very productive, you know, but very much joyous and proud of yes. who I am and where I am and what I, you know, thinking about the past and previous generations. And, you know, just to be proud and be super grateful for where I am and where my friends are and my family. So just big gratitude, just really enjoying the things that I'm doing while I'm doing them. Yes, I live for that. Uh, as I mentioned, I was uh, going over to Mission for Services. Uh, and it was for some of our family from my mom's dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom's father actually passed away when my mom was a kid. So mm-hmm. I never got to meet him. And uh, and then, you know, a lot of, you know, as we have experience when an elder passes away, then like a lot of that knowledge and history goes with them mm-hmm. and that connection. So then it was really, I mean, obviously a sad occasion yet. What was really great that came about in, in gathering and going to see this part of the family that uh, my family doesn't really have close connections with uh, was being able to reestablish connections. So here mm-hmm. we are generations down. And then I was able to introduce myself uh, to that side of the family, uh, 
here as as an adult and then you know now we're like oh okay now we're as adults making these connections uh and then like hearing the stories of our different relatives and how we're all connected and you know how we come from these this group of original the last name you know how each family has like the last name that like Mm kind of runs through so it's like oh you're a descendant of this person of the last name and then we're over here and then we connect here and so that was really cool actually now that i am sitting and really thinking about it uh that being the the, the opening to Native American Heritage Month, uh, me really getting like this in-depth uh, day of talking about family relations on on a part of the family where we don't necessarily discuss that part just because, you know, my, my grandpa isn't here with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it doesn't get spoken about as much uh, and how that that whole side of the family connects and, and, you know, the parts that are over in Oregon and then the parts of us that are over in Idaho uh, and how we descend So yeah, that was actually, now that I'm sitting here and thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that was actually a really beautiful way to to start the month, to really help uh, validate the heritage and to help me as an adult uh, gain more knowledge and understanding of my connections outside of uh, the bubble that's within Lapway, Idaho. You know, I've found Mm -hmm. extensions all throughout the Northwest. Mm -hmm. So yeah, anyways. That just hit yeah. me, so thank you for bringing that up again. <laughs> of course. I mean, it's always good to kind of reflect and to kind of see that and be proud of who you are. I think many of us who, I wouldn't say us in this category because I wasn't necessarily raised on the res to start. So I feel like, at least this is the way my mom has kind of mentioned being raised on the res too, is just not really realizing how amazing it is while you're there and you know, you growing up on the res, you know, you, you always feel like you want more or you see other reflections of other races or whatever outside of this bubble of the res, so to speak. Until it's not until you're outside of the res till you're like, you become really proud of who you are and extremely grateful for where you come from. So it's good to, you know, always kind of reminisce in that and look back at that and really just embrace where you are and where your family is. And I think a lot of people are doing that now, you know, as the generations kind of continue and we're finally seeing so much within the world and the way things are functioning. Um, I think a lot of us now at least are becoming more prideful of who we are and where we come from. So always a good time to do that and to really just be thankful for, you know, who you are and who your people are, even if that's your family, you know, beyond your community, whatever, um, just to really embrace, embrace all of you, you know? So, um, I think for us, at least as native peoples this month, that's what we do. You know, it's not about, um, feeling as though we have something to prove during this month. It's really just embracing who we are and allowing us this time to really, you know, become who we want to become and, 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 not be apologetic apologetic for it so um shout out to all the native relatives out there you know and embracing native american heritage month and um every other month after that as well so. <laughs> right year round <laughs> yeah year round, I, know, I just I thought about it yesterday because <clears throat> i'm like all right like I think, I mean, I think about Black History Month, you know, mm-hmm. and then we have Native American Heritage Month. And I'm like, it's really no different. It's like, I don't even sometimes feel like this is necessarily for us, but I do feel like we have a platform yeah. this month. Yeah. So, um, and it's like, it's an excuse to just, you know, bask in yourself a little bit more, show yourself a little bit, show yourself some more, you know, self-care, some self-love, like really embrace who you are. And I think regardless though, I think tribes and different reservations, they do things during this month. Like I've seen classes and speaking engagements pop up and it's like, we're not too good to learn from ourselves either. You know, even though this is somewhat of a colonized month in our holiday or whatever, in a sense, um, take those times to really don't feel like you have to know it all. Like go and actually to the things that are, you know, teaching you something about yourself and embrace that. So it's, it's in just as you were kind of mentioned about, um, your grandfather and just having those teachings go away with him. It's like, you know, we, you know, we don't have so as much knowledge as we used to. So take advantage of, you know, what your own community does during this month and just throughout the year. But I know, you know, this month is when they really kind of pop off, but just take it, take advantage of that and learn something new about where you come from. Yeah. There are even other tribes too. You yes. know, I think that's a great experience as well. Uh, and then too, like, uh, like where we are, 
you know, I'm in present day Spokane, Washington, yet this is the original homelands of other peoples, you know, so then understanding their story uh, or the stories around these areas and around these lands uh, as they, you know, pass through the late 1800s into the 1900s that, you know, give us the the historical context for where we are today. Um, yet beyond that, you know, prior to the, the whole, where they say pre-contact, which that one's kind of a tricky tricky term anyways, or tricky terminology. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just understanding that even all of us, uh, all of us are walking in colonized spaces, uh, yeah. no matter where we are, it's the original lands of somebody else who uh, no longer has stewardship over that place uh, in the same ways that uh, they originally did for millennia prior to these moments. Mm-hmm. So then taking the time to like learn those histories, what uh, one thing that kind of stood out when I was uh, doing my play here, according to Coyote, last the uh, early part of October, uh, and extending out. Um, then there was uh, different news stories that were coming out, and then I was hearing. Uh, then it, it led me down a trail of of following uh, different Spokane news, uh, like Spokane native news, or I guess native Spokane news <laughs> uh, <laughs> stories. Uh, and yeah, them talking about the historical uh, connections to this land and, and, you know, like the Spokane River, like how it runs through downtown, the downtown city. Yet, you know, at a certain point, uh, the Spokane people um, experience great loss with the river when, you know, uh, settlers, colonizers, the army, you know, slaughtered many of their horses and you know, there's uh, there at the river and, you know, there's uh, street names around the area that are of people who did bad things to them historically, you know, yet now they have to like drive down this avenue that has the name of this person that, you know, did these things. So it's like, it, again, it just like keeps me unlocking or keeps adding perspective basically to, to my thought process being like, oh yeah, like you think of this little quaint town or whatever, even though it's not quaint and it's more than a town, it's actually a city. Uh, yet, you know, it has its history too. And then how that extends out to everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Sacramento, Los Angeles, Alexandria, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Mebin, A. Eh? <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, these man. lands were others, uh, other people's lands at, at a different time. And now we walk in these spaces. Uh, so it's just like, yeah, there's also that opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, another service that I got to go to, which uh, <laughs> it is actually really sad that, you know, we're, we're losing elders in my family. Uh, yet then these services were up in Kamiya, Idaho. I think I talked about it a few weeks ago and it was my, my mom's mom's sibling that passed. Uh, and then, um, I, it's strange yet. I do have like this strange love for old cemeteries. Uh, I, Mm. it's, it's interesting to go there and to see the names of people that I am connected to. For sure. It gives you, you know? a whole nother feeling <sighs> in your bones. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It, it yeah. really grounds you in, in a, uh, and it sounds weird to say the word grounding yet, you know, like, I don't know. It's very heartening. Uh, it, uh, cause so yeah, when we, uh, laid my, my grandma's sister to rest, she was laid, um, near my grandma's grandmother. So my mom's 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 mom uh and and then seeing all of her descendants and or relatives that right are right there in a row um mm-hmm. and then going by and seeing these different names and then the, the dates and and just knowing that these are my literal family members uh some that i hear stories about and then some that had short lives so you know there isn't much that's told about them um mm-hmm. and then how oh then this person these this whole set of people that I know today, they descend from this person right here. Who's next to my person, um, mm-hmm. you know, which we're all from the same person in, in a, in a, in a way, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. So that, that is one thing that like, I, I don't want to say enjoy yet that I'm very grateful for every time, um, mm-hmm. going to these old burial sites is seeing these different names, uh, that really extend out into who, I am 
in the mm-hmm. past. I think of like that scene with like uh, with Willie Jack in the last season of Reservation Dogs, where you know she's in the jail, and they're like, you know, all your ancestors are with you all the time, oh, yes. you know. And, that was so powerful. And that image of of her sitting there, and then you see all these different people standing behind her over generations, mm-hmm. uh, and and it gives me chills because I'm like, oh, these are those people. Uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, even though they didn't know me in this life, uh, I have faith that they stand with me in my yeah. life. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's really cool to to, to see that and, and the connection uh, that it brings. Yeah, that scene literally gave me, like, chills. Like, literal yeah. chills. Like, I pulled I pulled up my arm, I pulled, I did a Kellen, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, Wow. Yeah. So that was that was a great episode, but it's true, you know, to really really understanding the people you come from is a really humbling and heartwarming experience. And so going to grave sites especially to where wow, like this is where I come from. Without them there is no me or without them there is no, you know, uncle or whatever, you know, whoever's in your family. So those are really empowering to see and I feel like some people kind of they they let that stuff hang when Realistically, it's like if you really just jumped into seeing where you came from, it will really give you a whole nother perspective and amount of gratitude towards life that you didn't realize that you were missing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good feeling. So shout yeah. out to the ancestors. You know? Uh, yeah. And yeah, so I have such a deep connection on my mom's side, and then I have basically no connection on my biological father's side. Mm-hmm. And that's where like my heart aches because then I'm like, I want this, you know, I want to know more about my family history, um, mm-hmm. you know, as it extends out into people who are still walking with us today and then extending back, you know, like mm-hmm. who, who are the previous generations? What are the stories that we do know and that we're able to share? Um, mm-hmm. Because like every I, I, I experience it every time that I learn these stories or I see these places that I've discussed here in the last 10 minutes it builds my character up. It builds my person up a little bit more. I stand just a little bit taller having this information. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine how, you know, getting that information for my other side as well will, will just, you know, take me to, to newer levels of, of understanding it and walking in my personhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's definitely something that like my heart craves uh, yeah. And I'm hoping in the future can can make those connections, kind of like you have with uh, ancestry and, and, and your family and, and whatnot, you know, like learning more about your past. Yeah, I think once you kind of take that step and not that I've even went full forward in trying to find people that my family didn't already know necessarily or I didn't have kind of that handoff. Um, it's a really cool experience to kind of get on. To be, because obviously for those of you, I guess you that don't know, but it's very obvious, like black people, we can only go so, go so far back. You know, we weren't counted as human beings at a point in time. So, of course, you know, where we came from and who we were wasn't acknowledged by any means. And, you know, people could care less. But we all know that's, that's <laughs> the slavery story. So, um, so we can only go so far back. We can only go so far into a certain amount of generations. And so... Um, getting on Ancestry, you know, that's why I got on Ancestry. Obviously, with my, my Native side, I'm grateful to have, you know, my family in my life and be around my tribe and you have access to that information. But, um, and be walking down the street and someone knows exactly where I come from. So, you know, getting that information was a lot easier than obviously my Black side. So getting into that website and into that platform, it really opened up my eyes to do that research and to understand not only who I come from, but where I come from. And if I didn't know who I came from, the most important part was finding where we came from. And so um, going down south, you know, during like my family reunion or just for whatever family purposes that I had to be down there for, um, it was it's really cool to meet people, you know, you have no idea who they are, but you're related to them and it's up to you. Like it's your choice or if it, things just don't work out, it's not like you're losing anything necessarily because you didn't know what you had. Yeah. So it's like, if I don't click with you, it's like, okay, that's fine. You know, there's more family or not that I had that issue, but, um, 
whoever I didn't get the chance to talk to, it's like, okay, well, I didn't know you anyway. <laughs> so it's like, okay, there's more family over here. Or, you know, I mean, it's just, it's really cool to really just look at, and it can be overwhelming to overlook people or a large group of people or, you know, be told you're related to someone and, you know, have no idea who they are, but kind of just know that you're connected. So it's a really cool feeling. But um, yeah, so I guess my question to you is, do you, how do you start that journey or have you started that journey of trying to get to know that side of you? Yeah, I mean, the cool thing is that in 2019, I made my first connection with my biological father. We only had a, a phone conversation. Yeah, from that one conversation, I, I learned like a little bit about at least his parents and his siblings. Uh, so, you know, in my first 31 years of life, that was information that I didn't know. Uh, and so then that, uh, started me off on the journey. Also in that time, in top of 2019, I also found out that I have a younger brother. So we share the same biological father and we're only three years apart. Um, and he lives, uh, down in Southern California. And so when I make my trips down to Southern California, we visit all the time. Uh, and we, and we've made, uh, uh, kind of a practice out of also going to see, um, our, our shared dad's, uh, older brother. And so we'll go to our uncle's house. And so at my uncle's house, I've, I've been there probably a good five or six times now in the past few years and being there, my uncle will share some stories about, you know, his parents and then his kids. So I've, I've gotten to meet a few more of my family on that side. Uh, mm -hmm. And then start to hear things, you know, like I, I heard about my uncles. Uh, so like my uncle's uncles, my grand uncles, my grandfather's uh, native side you know, or like native way. Yeah, you know, that side would be a little bit different. So, yeah, my great uncles, um, how, you know, they live long lives. And uh, also these were like the health things that they kind of went through. So like to be aware of those on for me and my brother. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, like my grandma, she she lived into her 90s. Uh, and I, I actually only missed meeting her by like two years. Uh, so like, oh, had wow. I made, yeah, like had I made the connection like a little bit earlier, I may have actually been able to meet my biological dad's mom. Um, mm -hmm. that didn't work out yet. It's okay. Um, and then, yeah, from my uncle, you know, learning how like a lot of our family is there's, there's a sub group in the Houston area and then a large group, uh, that's in and around the Atlanta, Georgia area. And so it's like, okay, well, I at least like have some place markers. Um, and so then it's like, and, and the understanding that like, oh, these are other people that I can go and, and connect with and meet. And from mm -hmm. there potentially even gain greater understanding. So that's yeah. been like it as of now, uh, is kind of like these leads. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's far more information in the past three years that I've, I've been able to walk with than I did in the previous three decades. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so that's kind of the start for me right there. Uh, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully things can grow more, you know, cause, uh, I I've always felt that. Uh, so, um, you mentioned earlier, not like growing up on the reservation to start with. And then later on, you know, you made your way there, went to school for me. I, uh, was, a summertime res kid. So my, my mom, I, so I was born over in Seattle and then, um, my mom would send me over to Lapway for my summers. And I stayed at my grandparents' place every summer up until I was 16. Mm -hmm. So, you know, three months out of the year, I would be on the reservation with them and my cousins, my aunties and uncles, plus like, you know, different, um, many weekends, especially when I was like really young, we would go over, you know, many weekends and holidays, uh, yet, you know, the biggest chunks of time were from June to September every year. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where I got like most of my exposure or not exposure experience, uh, you know, being around my family and around the places. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and I was always or I spent a lot of time, like I mentioned, I stayed with my grandparents. So I spent a lot of time at my grandma's side. Uh, and helping my grandma do a lot of things. So then, you know, that was that really great connection where when you're with a, an older generation like that, you're always getting ingrained with, you know, the old stories and everything yeah. that they share. 
So uh, I knew from a very early age that I was gaining a lot of great knowledge and experience. I also got to be around my great, great, or excuse me, my great grandmas. You know, that's not something that a lot of people get to experience. Um, My last great grandma was alive until I was almost 12 years old. So I, I literally got to be with her and to learn from her and to establish my own connections with her. So with that, like I had this really great grounding of information and then my family has been really great about, you know, carrying on our stories, literally physically writing out our family trees so that we can see how we're connected. So I've known myself generations back, seven, eight, nine generations back. Um, And as that spreads really wide, the further back you go, you know, so like each step, it gets wider and you take another step and it goes wider. So we've had all that information on my mom's side for a long, long time. And so I've always been very grateful for that. And at the exact same time, yeah, I've always been like, dang it, I'm so, so deep, like way deeper than all my friend groups uh, as I was growing up in junior high and high school. Like they didn't know all that stuff, you know, like Mm -hmm. that far back in their family. So I'm like, I'm so deep on one side and I have absolutely nothing on the other. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so now to at least have a few steps on the other feels great. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking to hopefully deepen my connection on on my, you know, father's side of my life. Because, uh, again, it's just like it's so important. Yeah. Uh, and it really helps to establish one's personhood uh, in, in a way that's kind of inexplicable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, I fully, fully, fully support that journey of yours. They're missing out on a wonderful human being. So whenever you take that Aww. step, just let me know when to hop in the car and I will gladly take a road trip. <laughs> You're like, Atlanta? Yeah, let's go. Atlanta, no, Houston, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I think it's, yeah. it's definitely worth kind of dipping your toe in. Because, you know, you say you missed your grandmother by two years, you know, which could have been a great moment and so mm-hmm. it's like okay we're not promised so it's like whenever whenever you're ready to go kellen i got my bags packed we're gonna go yes. meet some family <laughs> you can come with me to gretna and mevin and you know yes. we can, check out, we can oh. check out each other's families um <laughs> but I'm yeah down. that sounds like an amazing experience like on you know on a serious note i think it'd be definitely worth kind of checking out and you know it's just one family member at a time it's one person at a time and you know just getting to know that history I think more than anything of course the family's important but knowing where you come from and like seeing those pictures and knowing what towns you're from maybe even like newspaper articles whatever stuff like that really you know that's that's where you come from that's where you get maybe your resilience or you know your kind heart or whatever it's just understanding the type of people you come from even if you don't get the chance to necessarily collect connect with some of the people that are here now so um definitely wishing you all the best in that and i'm excited very excited to see and hear some more stories on you know your family that's that's that sounds like you know i feel like there's just a whole nother side that is just waiting for you so i'm i'm anxious to to hear all about it but um but, yeah. oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I kind of does this thing where he like smirks and his eyes are nice and squinted, but then he looks sly at the same time. <laughs> well, that's such a great description. Well, <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking but about when you said it. <laughs> he turns his head to the right when his people stay right on you, and that's a big grin. And you know, you know, they pick the right coyote. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of off the reservation, uh, I Mm. did see a post about off the reservation podcast, correct? Yes. And so I, excuse me, (laughs) before we hopped on to the driest (laughs) snack ever to eat before you're about to speak. Come on, um, alignment. I was eating pretzel M&Ms. Okay. So a little chocolate with my pretzel. Yeah, I have the peanut butter pretzels. I love uh, the peanut okay. butter. You know, get a little protein in Yum. my snack. A little sweet yes. with the salty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shout out to Costco. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Indigenous Creatives, which is, for those of you that don't know, I do more than just bead. I do have another business called Indigenous Creatives, which is a promotion company where we spotlight and showcase Native creatives in every form. Ooh. Anyway, um... Yeah, we had a podcast reach out to us. You know, we went down to Santa Fe. I brought my team with me. 
and their job was to go network. Um, I kind of threw them to the wolves a little bit, and I said, <laughs> go get interviews, go get pictures. Um, I have zero time this weekend. And so they went and did that. They made some connections, and they, someone circled back with us last month and was like, hey, we love what you're doing. We'd love to spotlight you, you and your company, um, you guys and your company. And so that was our first little um, group interview that we had on a podcast that is based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's three amazing guys who are creatives in their own right and they grew up off the reservation in Albuquerque and they are just really adding to their communities and by speaking to other other natives who are doing great things and so so yeah so that was the the opportunity we had was to collab with another amazing group of creatives native creatives um which is what it's all about so you know it's sharing stories I think just this country especially and the way business works and the way really everything works in this country is everyone has this what's the word I don't know let me just start over everyone kind of looks at everyone else as competition and in business that's the number one word that is constantly being used that they feel like it has to empower you well who's your competition what should you be doing what are they doing and it feel like that's a very colonized mindset especially when it comes to native businesses where you know you sh- those are your collaborators you know you should be lifting each other up we all have the same message we all have the same purpose for most of us do anyway to where it's like okay we put our community on our back and we stand proud and tall and what we are passionate about doing you know this is about us first and foremost and how we want to generate happiness happiness for ourselves through our passions but we're also very proud of where we come from so when we win we all win and so being able to collaborate with another great podcast, you know, one my business and one great podcast, you know, who are trying to do the same thing is just uplift their community and um, really expand those opportunities for people just to turn in, tune in and learn something. Um, it was a great experience. And so I think that's what we need more of is more people, especially with the native groups, which, you know, I feel like we do very well for the most part. But, you know, I think just collaborating with one another and really sharing that message of we got us is very, very important. So, so yeah, so that was the interview I had. And, you know, hopefully it's the first of many, you know. Yes. Maybe I'll bring the squad on to quantum theory, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, but, yeah, so it went, it went really good. Um, I'm It's a brand new business that I'm doing, and I'm trying to do it um, without as many mistakes, you know, because it can be very scary starting a business, um, which I I love, but at the same time, it is still very scary. So um, just walking on eggshells and making sure, you know, we're, we're promoting the right message and um, doing things wholeheartedly the way we know we can do them. But yeah. I live. <laughs> what uh, what all was discussed in the episode itself? Like, what what does Off the Reservation podcast? What did they focus on in your guys's discussion? Is that something they, you talk about? <laughs> kind of, yeah. So they basically they just wanted to get to know us. So they were just like, oh, okay. "Where are you guys based out of? What tribes are you?" Well, I feel like we throw that in there regardless. You know, just as who we are, we <laughs> yeah. say who who we are. But um. But yeah, so they were just asking about the business and where we came from and why we're doing what we're doing and the purpose of what we're doing it. And um, and that's all that we really need is we really just want to kind of share that message that, hey, we got you. Like, we're the plug. Like, let's go ahead and, you know, create excellent excellence for generations to come. So they gave us that platform just to get out there and really just preview what is to come and what we stand for. So that that really was the main purpose. It didn't really have any like questions as if we were sitting back, you know, friends, we already knew each other type thing. It was just, you're brand new. You don't know us. Let's get to know each other. Um, so it went really well. Nice. But, well, I'm excited yes. to check out the episode. Uh, it's Off the Reservation podcast, correct? Yes. And <laughs> I was sitting on the toilet when I did this. Okay. I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't like, you know, going to the bathroom, but like I was, cause I was in, I was out of town for an event and you know, I brought my squad with me, which is my mom and my sister Ew. and the interview was in the morning and we're at the hotel and I was like, oh, I have nowhere to go. I don't want to wake anybody up. So I went in the bathroom and I'm like, hopefully nobody notices that I was sitting, literally sitting on the toilet. <laughs> like, 
qualified to this. But um, I mean, I can tell, but hopefully no one else can tell. Because <laughs> they're like, all right, so you guys are going to be on video. I was like, oh, of course. Oh, really? So, yeah, but I mean, I had the blurred background. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, but the way it's angled, it's clearly sitting on my lap. And the lighting yeah. is clearly like a bathroom lighting. So I'm like, hopefully nobody notices. Do you remember, remember Vine when Vine came out? Yes. Yes. And there was this, there was this little, I don't even know if anybody if would even remember this, but there was this lady and she had this like skit where it's all sitting on the toilet, sitting, sitting on the on toilet, toilet. <laughs> sitting on the toilet, sitting on the toilet. It was like a whole thing. I do remember that. <laughs> That's what came up in my mind when I was like, I was sitting on the toilet. <laughs> but um, anyway, oh, <laughs> but hilarious. yeah, so it, went, it went, it went really good, but I mean, so they're going to post the video too. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I showed the bathroom, but yeah. like I just felt like it was like, you know, if you don't, I mean, hopefully it just wasn't obvious. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, so it was like they had like a whole setup, like they were at their desk. They had the cameras. The lighting was great on them. And then we were on like a screen with all of our pictures. Like, so it was me and my team on the screen who typed in individually. And so, you know. My my laptop was on my lap because you know most people don't have desks at their toilet and so <laughs> um, I just hope it wasn't obvious but but yeah it was it was a cool interview it was a cool interview. nice yeah I'm looking forward to that oh, uh, yes. checking that one out uh, I haven't been road tripping lately road tripping is where I get my podcast in or podcasting in or mm. listening to podcasts. Uh, however, I do have some <laughs> projects, especially as we're coming into the holidays. I yes. do have some projects coming up. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll put on some podcasts as I listen to some projects or as I work on projects. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the last few months I was focusing on rehearsing my play out. And so that I didn't get to do much beating or like physical visual art. And then now that the end of the year is coming, which again, holiday season, so that's part of it. And then two, for me, I, I just like clearing out as much as I can. I think we talked about this last year too, like kind of clearing out your books at the end of the year, you know, finishing everything mm-hmm. that you set out for the year. Oh, so I do have I those fail. things to, to, to do. <laughs> oh, trust. <laughs> trust. I'm, I'm behind, behind. Yeah. You know, everyone it's else got the, the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else got like a COVID lag, you know, whether it was with your rent or like, you know, college athletes got that COVID year, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, we're giving you a little bit of extra time because of this. I'm, I'm claiming that with my artwork as well. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I get to have a little bit of lag because yeah, we went through some things. We're still going through some things. Uh, yes. Yeah, but that's that's been my justification as of late uh, however hopefully life. i can get some things done because yes got new bigger projects that <laughs> i was gonna say to start i still have other like once i finish these projects and i still have other projects to finish yeah it's okay <laughs> not gonna stress myself out here in this moment uh, no please don't yeah. gosh <laughs> I, yeah, I don't i don't like i never used to like counting my orders i'm like don't even ask me like it's funny because it's like my black side they don't really they don't know really how beadwork is like i mean to me it's just art like you have to think of them as like art pieces like you have custom orders or whatever and they'll just be like oh so you almost done with your orders i'm like don't ask me that <laughs> like, don't ask me that and it's like every time i leave to go work on something or i tell them like oh i have to do this they're like okay how many orders left you got and i'm like you know See, the way my order sheet is set up is I don't count them because so, I don't want to get overwhelmed. But I can I can proudly say I have like five orders left. And oh, wow. Yes, I have like three customs. Well, maybe six. I got four customs and I have, um, which I'm sorry, y'all. It's been a couple years. I don't like admitting this, but yeah, it's been a couple years to where I had those orders, and I have like two that were from my website. But um, they're bigger orders, so they're very intimidating. Yes, (laughs) yes. But that's the thing, and it's like I, I, I'm so focused on getting them done before the year is out. I'm like, I am not carrying this with me. I'm paying off all my debt. Like, I literally have like one bill to pay off, so I'm like excited about that. So I'm like going. I'm Fingers crossed, knock on wood, all the rituals. I'm like, 2023, no debts. Because, like, orders are like debts, too, for me. So I'm just, like, going in with a clean state, you know, minds full, bank accounts, you know, heavy, whatever. That is the goal by 2020, end of 22. I want to be set and ready to go by 2023 to just go ahead and hit the ground running. So 
that's what I've really just kind of been focused on is just getting things done, getting things paid and tapping into my full potential in 2023. Because that's the thing is like when you have money and when you have a clear mind, you don't feel like, you know, things are, it's not even about money. It's just feeling things like things aren't weighing on you so much. The things that you've been carrying with you, all this baggage you're taking from one destination to the next as you're succeeding. Okay, let me read back because I don't think y'all caught that. So like when you're walking (laughs) up the stairs and you are literally succeeding more opportunities are approaching you you're walking through different doors people are inviting you into the seat at their table that they specifically built for you to sit at right and you're bringing in these bags with you like well wait let me grab all this luggage that i did not deal with because you know i'm too scared to or i'm too overwhelmed to or i'm too focused on one thing too it's like you have to it's going to be a freeing feeling to where you can walk through these new doors of opportunities, even these door frames that you are building for yourself at this very moment without the baggage. So yes. it's like being able to allow your mind to be, you become a dangerous human being when you feel content with yourself, when you have your bills paid, when you have no debts or you don't have, you know, all of these things lingering over your head because it gives you space to be innovative. It gives you space to be creative. It gives you space to think of new ideas and try them and fail and be okay with that because you don't have nothing lingering over your head. So that's what I am speaking into existence for 2023. I only have a few orders left and I have some great things that I want to do um, that I, you know, and you can't carry. And that's the thing, too, is like you're carrying things from your past at the same time. And I'm not trying to get too deep because I'm like, Michaela, we just were talking about orders. Like, well, like <laughs> you know, you're, you're still carrying things along with you to where, you know, once you get rid of that weight, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. So. That's what I'm hoping to kind of walk to walk into and kind of live in that abundance in 2023 is just, you know, literally just letting everything go that I would do to go into who I know I can become. Because I'm at this point and not to get like all into it, but um, it's just like I feel like. I'm in a moment in my life right now to where there's better waiting for you. You just have to decide to walk over there to it. And so, and my hesitation has been, well, where do I start? Or what about this? Or what about this? Or what about this? I'm like, everything you want is literally right here. You know, you don't see it, but it's ready for you. It's waiting for you. You just have to make that decision to go to it. So I'm figuring out what that means to me and how I need to kind of take that step. But that's where... my mental has been and so that's why I'm just so focused on getting everything done that has that was once or once was or you know getting done with everything that you know might feel like is holding me back so that way I can fully leap into the things that I know I deserve um so I don't know why. I mean, that's I didn't mean to jump into that whole rant, but it's just like well, it's true, I'm though. so passionate about where I'm going, and I just want to like I really want to get there. Um, and then you know, not to just kick this off by us talking about orders that we have for work, but <laughs> Lord, if you guys really knew the, <laughs> the pressure yes. that weighs on our heart with these these orders, yes. it's not easy to get out of them. Um, but I'm super grateful for them. Um, but it, it's hard because it's like once you start doing the things you want to do and you're grateful for the opportunities that, you know, you've been receiving and you're walking into things that actually bring you life, you know, and feeling your worth, you know, it's very easy to get caught up. And, re- and it's not a bad thing, I don't think, um, necessarily, bec- but it's very easy to kind of push some things to the back that you don't realize you're pushing to the back. Um, so... But either way, they got to get done. But anyway, sorry, y'all. you can cut that, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to this way, I guess. But, um, but yeah. This is the very thing but, that kept me up till 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> like we were talking about just before. My, like, my mind lives yeah. in 4 a.m. 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> when I was living, like, I was laying there in bed and I was just like, okay, well, maybe if I do this and then I spend this to do that and then I can do this. And then I was just like, Helen, go to sleep. Clear your mind. You can't figure yeah. this out right now. Yeah, it is very much that where it's like the, my, the underlying thing that I'm noticing as I fall into these moments where I'm just like ah mm-hmm. uh, with my brain and my thoughts and like wanting to get these things done is like literally like man I just wish that like I had everything taken care of so that like I could just spend my time doing these things because if mm-hmm. if that was just the main focus where I didn't have to worry about you know 
all the other things that we need to survive, basically, uh, yeah. in, in this world. And as much as it sucks, it does often really just come down to money. You know, literally, that's why they call it financial freedom yeah. uh, at this point. Uh, to have the freedom and availability to be able to focus on the the other things. You know, we're, we're all creators. We, we come from creator and we are all creators in our own mm-hmm. right. And we all find our joy in something that we create. Uh, it may not always be physical stuff, you know, it, we all have our things that, you know, it comes from us and, and it brings us joy and, and that we bring into the world. Uh, and so, you know, for luckily for Michaela and I, uh, as, as we grow in our relationship, we, we have some similar interests in the things that we create, you know, we have a shared passion in, uh, some of our creative endeavors. So we get to talk about it in depth, which is really great. Uh, yeah, yeah, the moral is, is that, uh, yeah, like being able to have that freedom or the availability to sit down and just focus on creation and focus on that stuff that really makes you happy. It's like, man, if only, you know, then, then that's when your head starts thinking like, Oh, like if, if I just had this, you know, uh, and so then, the great thing is that we're we're taking the step beyond the oh if I just had this or if it, if only we're right here you know we're putting in the work to mm-hmm. hopefully at least in my mind hopefully cash out on that day when it's like okay thank you I worked for all these years to yeah. finally get to this place and now I'm at this place <laughs> um, yeah it's, oh it's my <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know that Miss Sophia in the cornfield yeah. like <laughs> 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 yeah but <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going. Oh, right. gosh. Uh, you know, the sad part about it is we're fighting ourselves uh, most of the time. Dive into it. At least for... Let me hear. Oh, oh Lord. Okay. Put me on the spot. All right. <laughs> you know, um, I'm intrigued. But that's the thing is like being a creative in general. It's like we're so... Pa- we're passionate beings. We have, especially those who are physically acting, you know, on their arts or their craft. It's like our job is to be creative to where, mm. you know, sometimes it falls into that pattern of feeling like a job, but you can't walk away from it. It's something that's, you know, going to be reoccurring when you go to sleep at night. You're thinking about it. Sometimes you're dreaming about it and you got to wake up and you're thinking about it all over again. And so when I say you kind of, you know, we create that kind of problem sometime or sometimes we're the problem, it's just stepping outside of, you know, our minds and actually just acting on what we want to do. But, um... But it's hard, you know, not everyone can really balance that. And that's why I feel like we have to respect creatives and who have a craft so much because this is what we live for. You know what I'm saying? And then but sometimes it scares me, though, because I've said this on a recent episode is just like. At one I mean, is it ever going to be enough? You know, are we ever going to be? And what the real question is, are we ever going to be enough for ourselves? That's the mental. That's the personal side of things, you know, but. Um, that's what scares me about entrepreneurism is I literally eat, sleep and breathe. Every entrepreneur does, you know, we breathe what we're eat, sleep and breathe what we're doing. And there's always this higher step we're reaching for. And we can get as many congratulations, at least the humble ones have this, (laughs) have this mentality, (laughs) I feel like, but it's like, we can get as much congratulations as we can possibly receive. But sometimes it's just like, oh, well, you know, you still have that mindset of, well, I still haven't done anything. And you don't pat yourself on the back for the steps you just climbed because you're so focused on the next 10 steps and then then the next three steps and the next four steps. And so um, it's a journey, (laughs) to say the least. But um, that's why I say it's, you know, sometimes we get in our own way of thinking and way of things because, you know, Life's not going to stop for us, you know, so it's important to kind of take those breaks and get to know yourself throughout the process and feel what you're feeling and allow those 4 a.m.s to say, well, you know what? Yes, you're thinking of all of these things, but what are all of the things that you have done, you know, and what have you done that even got you to think about what you're thinking? That's a win. You know what I'm saying? For just your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know. I have many nights like like I have trouble sleeping all the time. And anyone who knows me knows that. Um, but one thing that I kind of get into, it's not that I'm sometimes I'm innovative late at night slash early in the morning when I can't sleep. But I notice I get hard on I get very self-defeating the later I stay up and the things I oh, think of, which okay. is weird. Um, but I notice it, which is obviously, you know, that's a win for me. But it's just like I notice that like. 
I'll be thinking so much of what I want to do and I'll say, Michaela, that's not possible. Or Michaela, you know, you're tripping or maybe you should just, this is exhausting. Why don't you just stop? Like, <laughs> and so that's when I know I'm like, you just go to sleep. Because <laughs> so, mm. you're thinking you're, you have so many ideas or I have yeah. so many ideas and I get excited for it. And then I wouldn't say that, I mean, definitely it's the devil on my shoulder on one side late at night to where it's just like, okay, you know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to talk myself down or say, you know, that's too exhausting. You can't do it. But it's because I've been thinking all day of all the things I want to do. So that's like my indicator of, okay, it's time to go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. Knock yourself out. Take a melatonin (laughs) and go to bed. Uh, Or just to stop what I'm doing because it's like we really are passionate about the things that we do. And so when you're working all day or you're not going as quickly as you want to go or you're not getting things done as soon as you want to get them get them done but they're on your mind all day you know that's why I get kind of self-defeated at night I'm like I'm just exhausted but that's how you know you're getting burnt out and that means that you need to find some other bits of self-care um to throw into your day um so yeah I don't know where I'm just feel like I'm I don't, this isn't, like, y'all, I swear, like, I need to start paying our <laughs> listeners for being my therapy, like, <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, man, it's, 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 it's hard being a creative, but it's so rewarding at the same time. I don't even know how we got into this, but I'm gonna just stop talking. Yeah. But, um, well, the dreams, like, you know, they, how they say, like, if you, <laughs> wait, what was that? <laughs> Kellen said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. Uh, no, because uh, I, well, hearing hearing you talk about that, like, I think about, like, you know, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, that, that's kind of like what I, I hear or like kind of like resounds listening to like, or like, you know, listening to you. I'm like, that's like what's resounding in my bones right now is very much that thought. Because uh, I, I, I feel what you're talking about, especially like, yeah with like uh, self defeat or just like for me it shows up as like hopelessness mm-hmm. uh, you know oh and I'm not gonna negate that you know self defeat definitely shows itself there and they're in there too um, yeah like for me I'm like oh my gosh there's no hope because uh, it's like the things are so big it's like the places you want to go the changes that want to get made or even just like uh, the, the projects that you want to complete you know I'm like oh I want to do this thing and I'm like okay well where's all the money coming from how am I going to pay all these people uh, mm-hmm. you know, how, how do I ship these things into this location in order to make this happen? Like, I know that I can do this thing yet. Then what about all this other stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, dang it. And then, so for me, it shows up as hopelessness where I'm like, oh, there's no hope. Uh, yeah. and I'm like, no, there is hope. We, we got to get there. Like, don't give up on it. Uh, yet it's these really large dreams or yeah, yeah the, these large goals or large, uh, uh, steps that we want to make. Um, that can be really daunting. And so then it, it does on the other side of like the exciting part and the inspirational part that you're like, oh, I really want to do this thing. On the flip side of that is the like the technical or the logistic where mm-hmm. it's just like, how do I get to this thing then? Mm-hmm. Uh, that like it's it's a challenge to work through. Yeah, uh, for sure. So I, I this is what you're you paying for, people. This is what you're paying for. You're paying for our unhappiness sometimes, which sounds really strong, but it's like you're paying for our self doubt to get you that product or service. Like you're paying for the four a.m. you know rolling across the bed and the constant notebooks we're going through, and you're paying. This is what you're paying for. Yeah. But um, anyway, but yeah, so it's just like it's a lot, and that's why I respect creative so much, and I encourage people to actually go out and do things because I'm like, yes it is scary but it's it's worth it and i and i teach entrepreneurism like i facilitate and instruct it at times and i just tell them i'm like hey it's going to be the scariest thing and it's going to be crazy at times but you have to choose your crazy you know and this is something that you have to go all in with it's 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 amazing to kind of witness that that growth um for you first you know it's not everybody else witnessing it for you but it's it really brings out another side of you it's not just a job or a career it's a lifestyle um but at the same time it's something you have to really no matter and this is just for anybody you know you have to pay attention to your mental state and the things that make you happy and things that you require and those non-negotiables because you know we're going to be challenged in some way but and and sometimes you can choose your challenges and, it, and I'm not going to say that um 
I'm gonna say that very loosely. Sometimes you can choose your challenges, and I say that by you know you you choose which way to go and which direction to go into your life. Which obviously, no matter what direction you're gonna go in, is gonna have challenges. But if you're sticking to the right direction, your gut is telling you to go in. You know, those are the challenges that you should gladly take on because you know you're gonna become something out of that. So, so yeah. Yes. Oh, I just needed a moment <laughs> to sit with that. I was like, come on. <laughs> Phoenix yeah. from the ashes. I'm like, what am I becoming? <laughs> <laughs> what am I choosing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Oh, no. Yes. Well, beautiful. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know how we got that. I just want you to, I don't know either. You know, from You're where we started talking about baby. how strong your heritage yeah. needs to be and where you come from, and then all of a sudden we're just ranting about our lives. But yeah. Um, that's what you, y'all love it. Yeah, and it's it tied into the heritage, though. That's <laughs> it, the thing. It is, is for like sure. Our, our, our creations and our endeavors are tied into heritage. And that's one thing that really comes, or so tying back to, again, like, as I learn my ancestors and whatnot, it really does. It really does power me forward because, uh, you know, it's like having that knowledge of where I come from or, like, you, you mentioned, like, you see this picture or you read this newspaper article um, and then it start you start to understand... Um, you know, like a resilience factor or like a personality factor, it, it all plays into it. You know, like I found a news clip or like a, a news article uh, of my great great grandpa just a few weeks ago, and I saw a letter that he wrote to Congress. I saw a letter that he wrote to the president, uh, and you know, I saw him discussing in that letter his personal historical, um, like his his family history to the place that, you know, he came from and explaining that to these, you know, to the U.S. government and to these major figures and then asking them to return to the areas and to be like, you know, we we helped you. We helped the Lewis and Clark uh, expedition. So, you know, what America is today, like, it wouldn't be anything without us. Like, please come and extend a kindness to us. You know, it would do me the great honor if you were to whatever, you know. So then seeing that and then also knowing that that same ancestor, did a bunch of like uh, work in uh, the literary sense, like uh, helping to translate uh, Nez Perce language stories into English so that it was written and documented. Uh, and then he also got to uh, have audience with a, an, an actual vice president. Uh, you know, so it's like I learned these things off of just a few clippings. And then for me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, like it, it powers me up even more to be like, I can do so much more. And this is where I come from. Look at what's already been done. These are, again, shoulders that I stand on. So then it, it really powers me forward. And though even even though my medium is different, you know, I'm, you know, working in artwork and, and performance and, you know, these other things, uh, it still all plays into that. So. Uh, like yes we did have a very long or not even one long we did have like a a kind of in-depth talk about like creativity and whatnot yeah it it comes off of like this this larger impetus this larger influence um, Mm -hmm. that is really tied into our heritage uh, and to honoring our historical past Uh, so yeah it's 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 important, you know, as like mm-hmm. much as we want to be like, oh my gosh, we're just talking about this. Like it, it really does have like deep significance uh, yeah. to like our personhood. Uh, so yeah. For that. sure. I think even it, where we come from, even if it's not through the bloodline, let's sort of say for those that maybe not be connected, you know, yes, yes. where we, where we come from in gen- general and our heritage surrounding us by what we choose to call family or what we choose to really engage in, it really influences how we show up in the world, you know? So that journey of heritage and understanding yourself, embracing yourself, and then challenging yourself to do something that you may not have done before, your family hasn't done before, um, and kind of put your all into that. Like, that's that's amazing, you know? So... Um, it's important to give yourself credit for that, for sure. So hopefully we inspired people to show up for themselves and, <laughs> you know, challenge, choose your challenge, you know. And the thing is, if it's not a challenge if you're comfortable. Like, if your gut's telling you, well, I won't even say that's where your gut would even be pointing you, but if you're comfortable and you feel as though, okay, well, this is going to limit my challenges, then that's... I, it's not the way I feel like you're supposed to be going. I feel like if you feel like, well, I know this and I, 
you know, this, I'm a little bit more familiar about this. And, um, you know, this will just be a lot easier. I'm w willing to risk, you know, some, some certain things or deal with certain things that I know I don't need to be dealing with, but it's comfortable. And, you know, this is the route I'm going to take, you know, I'll take these challenges. That's not the way you're supposed to be going. I think you should be forward leaping into things that are a little scary that are a little nerve-wracking but in the end you know you're putting that it's putting you you first and yourself first and who you are mentally emotionally and physically you know it's it's worth going through these different obstacles and through these different you know inconveniences to get to where you want to be for you you know and that's one thing that we don't really tell ourselves especially within the native community is to you know we don't we try to avoid being selfish in all aspects and, you know, as if you should be doing this for this person and this is for this person. Well, that's still your family and blah, 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 blah. But it's okay to be selfish sometimes, you know, especially when it comes to your happiness. And so whoever that needs to motivate, I really hope it does to put yourself first so that way you're happy and those that you love are happy as well. Um, and if those people don't love you for how happy you are, they don't really love you. <laughs> so <laughs> just put that yeah. that way. Ooh. Dang, that's all. Dang, gotta review my list. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, a whole list. <laughs> Just joking. Anyway. Uh, uh, well, yeah, here we are. Change of seasons. So I'm like, it, it's wild getting to be at the wind down of the year. Uh, we're a few weeks away from like the full holiday season. Hey, I guess we're already in it since Halloween has now passed and Mariah Carey has posted it's that she went. on your shirt. First of all, that was the first oh thing gosh. I noticed when we sat down. I'm like, Kellen, it just finished. You're one of those, aren't you? <laughs> I've seen the memes Hilarious, coming. I didn't even see. I literally, so it was 30, the 31st, like the 30, was it the 30th that was Halloween? Or the first, 31st? Yeah, 31st, yeah. 31st was Halloween, so which means I went to a store November 1st and I literally heard Christmas music. I was like, oh, this is a real thing. People really play it right after Halloween. And then I sit down and Kellen has a home where I carry shirt on. I was like, oh, you're one of those. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. Uh, well, yeah, so so uh, Mariah Carey put up her, her post of like going from witchy season to now uh, mm -hmm. holiday season or Christmas season because, you know, that's, that's where she gets her money every year yeah. uh, is the holidays. Uh, the, yeah, so I, I'm technically wearing, this is actually a 25th anniversary Honey Album commemorative shirt. Uh, so yeah, the Honey Album came out when I was in fifth grade. It was my ish. I remember bringing the physical CD like with me to school and like, for people who know with CDs, it had a little booklet in the front <laughs> that you could slide out and I would yeah. pull that little booklet out all the time and look through all the pictures and study the lyrics and I would mm -hmm. show my friends like, look at what I have because I knew mm -hmm. not everybody had the album and it just made me so happy. And I was singing these songs that had, you know, far far more depths than I needed to understand as a fifth grader you know like I want to yeah. be your baby doll and you know me on the roof and you know tenderly kissing or like waiting up for your call like how dare you cheat on me you know singing all these themes that I had no no business singing as a fifth grader yeah I was yeah. immersing myself in it because uh beautiful Mariah Carey and I just I just love her anyway so that's what this one is uh however yeah uh it cracks me up because that's what my mom said she goes oh yeah I saw on Good Morning America how Mariah Carey put out her uh, spooky season to now Christmas season post. So it's official. We have made the switch, apparently. Uh, but yeah, as that goes, it's just like, for me, it always feels like a, a what, what do you call it? Like a train or like a steamboat or I don't know, like a, it's going quick, basically. <laughs> Some mm -hmm. analogy for uh, a locomotive moving quickly uh, towards something. So I'm like, oh my gosh, here we are, just like in these final weeks to wrap things up. Yeah. Uh, and then and then we start anew. Uh, and where I am, it's usually snow covered. So then that's the other part. It's like, oh, I got to bust out my wool socks and my extra <laughs> layers and even my heater. I haven't pulled out the heater in my house yet. Um, yeah, sometimes I'll have like a little extra heater that like helps me to warm my toes at my desk. Uh, mm. Cause yeah, I'm very much like my mother. I I get cold and I shiver easily. 
Oh, same. So, yeah. I mean, you've uh, seen me hoodied up, like, probably the last <laughs> 365 days. <laughs> so, so when I don't have it on. But I like to stay cozy. <laughs> yes. Ooh, and I learned the word for, like, a hooded sweatshirt uh, when I was driving home yesterday from Lapway. Because, uh, you know, shout out K-I-Y-E Radio uh, 105.5 and or I think it's 88.5 maybe 89. yeah I always get confused I know they yeah. have two different stations though yeah well because I'm I'm down over on Lapway side I get the better connection with 105.5 I, I don't often make it up to Kamii where I think it's better where you do the 88 or the 89 one I think it's 88.5 I could be making that up uh anyways anyone down in the area who actually listens to the station and or you know um daniel can correct me uh mm-hmm. on that yeah uh i love how they do uh nimi putimpt in the radio broadcast uh, like around every half an hour or every hour or so they'll teach you words so whether it's like uh, days of the week or the type of season or what i heard was winter wear uh, mm-hmm. So then they were talking about different things, and that one made me giggle because I was like, "Oh, they they did the the word for hooded sweatshirt," and I was like, "That one is key because yeah, yeah. we rock those hoodies <laughs> all the time, all of the time." Yeah. So I said it, and I knew when I said it, I was like, "I probably won't remember this." Uh, yeah, at least I know where to go back to find it because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, "I I gotta learn this one because <laughs> this is an integral part of my week." Uh, especially as we're in the winter, are like falling into the winter time. Oh, falling because it's technically fall. Ew. Still fall, yes. Yes. <sighs> that's that. <laughs> All the seasons, the holidays, the fields are about to approach. Yeah. But, but yes. Well, we wish everybody a great rest of their couple months. Not like you're mm-hmm. not here from us, you know, the next week. But um, but if you're actually listening, but um, <laughs> just kidding. But um, but yeah. So just within the next couple months, hopefully, you know, you guys tackle out some things. So go into the new year, and hopefully, you don't need it. Also, I don't like like I don't do New Year's resolutions. Like, yeah, I remember you saying that like, last year. You know, it's just an excuse to put it off even longer. So it's like, <laughs> hopefully y'all are inspired to kind of make some leaps and changes for yourselves, but use the time to really just kind of really think on it. There's no rush. I feel like that's one thing I know sometimes I get caught up in is just there's not enough time ever. And so um, we have all the time in the world, but to really utilize that time and be grateful for that time to embrace the things we need to embrace, including ourselves and our family and our goals and our dreams and our passions, you know, taking that time to do that and really just diving deep and making that decision wholeheartedly to make those decisions you've been longing to make. So you don't want to be pushed into a corner or to where, you know, you, you don't have no choice to do the things that you love. You want to actually gladly go into those wholeheartedly and to ready to actually learn and engage in all of it. So, you know, we wish everyone the best. You know, yes. going into this next week or this weekend, whenever you guys are listening to this, and to really start weeding out the things that are, are right for you. So, yes. Safe travels, good health, and uh, stream renaissance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew. Simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on QuantumTheoryPod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at Quantum Theory Pod, and you can also find us on Facebook.com backslash Quantum Theory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiya Pihechnu. See you next time. <laughs>